life does move mighty fast, so absolutely, I take that advice, and I'm not doing much blinking these days, so don't blink, as that song says. It's 49 degrees here at Wax 104.5. It's a beautiful, beautiful dark morning out there as mornings go. You can see stars all over the place. That's because there's a new moon, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more later, along with some weather that uh, some of you are going to enjoy, I think. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Democratic presidential candidates are weighing in on foreign policy. Speaking at the second Democratic debate in Detroit, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders said the U.S. should not be the policeman of the world. Former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper said President Trump's use of tariffs will fail. Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan said American presidents shouldn't meet with the dictators. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar said that she would leave open the possibility to meet with any world leader. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren says the U.S. should have a policy preventing the use of nuclear weapons unless another country uses them first. Democrats also talked about the racial divide in America. South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg said systemic racism has touched every part of American life. Systemic racism has touched every part of American life, from housing to health to home ownership. If you walk into an emergency room and you are black, your reports of pain will be taken less seriously. If you apply for a job and you are black, you are less likely to be called just because of the name on the resume. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar slammed President Trump for his ongoing criticism of the city of Baltimore. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren said white supremacy needs to be called out for what it is, domestic terrorism. Gilroy police say they don't think there was a second suspect involved in the shooting at the Garlic Festival in Northern California. Police Chief Scott Smithy said they haven't completely ruled it out, however, and they're still investigating leads. They have been able to track Santino Lagan's movements before and during the shooting, and he was alone at every point. Three people were killed in Sunday's attack before cops shot and killed Lagan. And the Department of Defense is reporting that North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles off its eastern coast. According to two U.S. defense officials, at least two missiles were fired. They're still working to determine what type. The White House says it's monitoring the situation, but there's no indication that the missiles pose a threat to the U.S. or any allies. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Proudly celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization of people just like us who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau also qualifies you for a number of money-saving member benefits, including discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Join at WFBF.com. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. As we celebrate our independence this July, Gibson's Water Care would like to take a moment to thank our troops and veterans that have protected our freedoms. Gibson's Water Care is locally owned and carries American-made products. Many products made right here in Wisconsin. During the month of July, we're offering a $99 standard install. Go online to Gibson's Water Care for more information. Gibson's Water Care. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms, making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see. 
for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Brimmer.com. degrees here at the studio at Wax 104.5 as we roll with those morning chores. Lacrosse is at 57, Marshfield has 55, Green Bay has 58, Rice Lakes at 50, Wausau is at 52, Madison is at 55, Milwaukee is at 60, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 50 degrees there. We're expecting another sunny and comfortable day. And the same into Thursday with some clouds returning on Thursday as the warming starts to return toward the weekend. But dry weather is expected until Saturday. Today we're looking for a high of 77 and a low of 49. Thursday a high of 80, a low of 60. And Friday a high of 83 and a low of 62. And can you believe it? We're at the end of July Boy, did July go fast for at least me. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest July weather-wise, I know. And we hopefully will turn the page, as we say on the calendar, to a new month and better weather conditions throughout August. We'll be hearing from Monica over at Skywarn 13 later this morning to fill us in a little bit uh, more detail-wise on what we can expect under this Dark New Moon. I'm Scott Schultz with the Focus on Energy program with Heather Fagum, who's a program manager for agriculture, schools, and government programs with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy has incentives for grain dryer tune-ups. Focus on Energy has previously provided incentives for new grain dryers, but this year in 2019, we also saw the need to give incentives for tuning up your grain dryer as well. You're actually going to see about uh, 5% in energy reduction and see that uh, investment returned within the drying season um, just with your energy savings that you're sending to the utility. The incentive is $150 per grain dryer tuned up, and that's going to cover about 30% of the cost of the service. That's Heather Fagum, Program Manager for Agriculture Schools and Government Programs with Focus on Energy. For information... About their programs, call 888-947-7828 or see them at FocusOnEnergy.com. The station's Midwest Family Broadcasting invite you to the U.S. Open Chainsaw Sculpture Championships, the first of the fourth at Eau Claire's beautiful Carson Park. This benefit for the Paul Bunyan Logging Camp is fun for the whole family, featuring the world's best carvers competing for the U.S. Open. There's fun for the kids, there's chainsaw sculptors, there's auctions, quick carve competition, and performances from the Sioux Orfield Band. The U.S. Open Chainsaw Sculpture Championship in beautiful Carson Park in Eau Claire, August 1st through the 4th. We'll see you there. Stressing over college costs? Discover Student Loans can help with zero fees and a cash reward for good grades. Apply at discoverstudentloans.com today. Limitations apply. Five oh seven a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Bob and his traveling crew are up in Alaska someplace. We'll hear from them later on this morning. But first, we're going to hit hit some of the markets around the countryside. On the livestock side, on the cash livestock side of things, 
Fed beef steers are at 108 and a half to 116 and a quarter with mixed 75 to 108. Fed beef heifers are at 108 to 115 and three quarters with mixed 70 to 110. Fed Holstein steers 85 to 93 and three quarters with select and choice 63 to 84. Cows are for, selling for 58 to 73. Bulls 49 to 89. On the hog side, butcher hogs are going for 48. Sows 25 to 28 and boars 10 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 115 to 150, and feeder lambs are 130 to 195, uh, 145 rather. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August are at 108.10. That's down 55 cents. October 109.07 down 37. December 113.45 down 40. February 117.42 down a quarter. Feeder cattle for August are at 143.10, up 80. September, 144.05, up $1.22. October, 143.87, up 130. November, 143.52, up 112, rather. January at 141.47, up 75. Lean hogs for August are at 82.30, that's down $2.12. October, $74 even, that's down $2.45. December, $73.27, down $2.17. And February, at $77.75, down $2.12. A first look at the dairy markets, barrels of cheese ended yesterday at one seventy-two and a quarter. That was up in a quarter. 40-pound blocks ended 182, down a half. Grade AA butter at 232 and three quarters was down two and a quarter. The Class Three futures, July is at 1750, up three, but then it heads south from there. August is at 1747, down 14. September at 1780, down 14. October at 1775, down 16. And those prices look to be down through March. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret. Hi, my name is Linda and I've lost over 54 pounds and over 31 inches and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds and over 41 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Sher DC with Eau Claire Weight Loss and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We know the secret. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. 
49 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Continuing with the morning chores, let's look at some uh, um, farm news brought to you by Chile Implement. Trade talks reopened yesterday in Shanghai between China and the United States, but President Trump said he doesn't expect a deal before the 2020 election. Negotiators from the country opened their first trade talks since June. A settlement could potentially eliminate retaliatory tariffs that China placed on U.S. egg products after President Trump placed tariffs on Chinese products, those tariffs hurting American farmers, especially soybean farmers. At the latest trade to- as the latest trade talks were opening, President Trump said he's hoping for a settlement, but that he thinks China might be waiting in the hope that he's defeated in the 2020 election. He said China hasn't started to again buy U.S. egg products, as promised during his June meeting with Chinese President Xi, after President Trump said he'd postpone additional tariffs on $300 billion of Chinese products. Chinese officials, however, said there never was such an agreement. A series of six public hearings has been scheduled for the latest updates to Wisconsin agriculture's uh, agricultural animal sighting rules. The State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection will hold the ATCP 51 hearings in the area on August 19th at Chippewa Valley Technical College in Eau Claire, August 20th at the Entrepreneurial and Education Center in Wausau, September 4th at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center in Alaska, on Alaska, and September 5th at the Department of Natural Resources Service Center up in Bloomer. Other hearings will be August 15th in Oshkosh and August 22nd in Madison. Sessions sessions at all locations will be 1 to 4 p.m. and 5 to 8 p.m. State DATCAP staff will present information about the proposed changes and then listen to public input. Written input also will be taken by the department through September 13th. While recent warm weather helped Wisconsin's crops progress, U.S. Department of Agriculture officials said crops on the national level level aren't doing as well. This week's National Ag Statistics Service Crop Progress Report, issued earlier this week, said the overall corn condition in the nation is rated at 58% good to excellent in the top 18 growing uh, corn-growing states, compared with 57% last week. The report also had 58% of the corn crop at the silk stage, compared with a five-year average of 83% at this point in the growing season. The report also has the nation's soybean crop rated 54% good to excellent, which is the same as the previous week. Um, 57% of the nation's soybean crop is blooming, compared with a five-year average of 79%. Soybeans setting pods were at 21%, far below the 45% five-year average. That news brought to you by Chili Implement. If you're serious about baling silage, it's time to take a serious look at the Vermeer 504R Premium Baler. The 504R Premium Baler comes standard with a silage kit fully equipped for baling high moisture hay. More than a silage special, the heavy-duty components, a wide pickup, and premium rock belts turn heavy crops into good-looking bales. Plus, you can track your progress on the Atlas Control System. 504R Premium Balers are backed by the Vermeer 3-Year Pickup Warranty because longevity means value. Stop in today at Chili Implement in Chili and ask about the 504R premium balers. This is your first class baler. 
Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. 5.16 a.m. at Wax 104.5. Scott with you this morning. The end of July is here. August is nigh. That means the Wisconsin Valley Fair kicked off. That kicked off already yesterday. And, of course, we'll be running through Sunday over at Wausau, the Wisconsin Valley Fair. Of course, one of the big ones in this neck of the woods. Another great one with some great food, let me tell you, is the Jackson County Fair, which kicks off today down at Black River Falls. And, again... That runs through Sunday. So a couple of great fairs in our region again this week. Boy, if you're hungry, get out there to the fairgrounds. There's some great food always. And, of course, you can see a lot of young people doing a lot of good things uh, for themselves and for others and for their community, learning new things about working with creatures and all kinds of different projects. Speaking of creatures, a lot of us got some mail the other day that uh, came from the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. That would be our annual notices about the premises identification program where we have to make note about what animals all of us have out on our farms. And I can remember back when they were putting that all together, it took quite a quite a lurk. Her- Herculean effort to pull that project together and uh, get that all approved in the state. And we're going to hear a report from the southern end of the world's longest barn about that program right now. Well, I got my mail the other day, and there was an envelope from the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and that always causes interest in my house. And Sure enough, it was the premises identification notification that we regularly get out on those farms. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Pam, it's been quite a while now as I look back at it and think back at the days when that premises ID program was being put into place and it hasn't uh, slowed down, has it? Yeah, you're exactly right, Scott. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Yeah, it's it's been around for a while. It is law in Wisconsin, folks. If you own one horse, one sheep, one beef animal, a flock of chickens, whatever, the state of Wisconsin needs to know where you're housing those animals, that flock. It's all about biosecurity and trying to protect the state's uh, livestock population if 
there would be some kind of contagious disease outbreak. And now is the time to be renewing your premise identification information or if you've just acquired animals, getting involved in the process. Reba McClone joins us this morning with the latest update on Premise ID 2019. Reba? Maintaining a healthy food supply is something that's deeply important to all farmers, but being able to backtrace might not be something you think about. That's where the Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium, or WLIC, steps in. They help maintain a database of different locations with animals throughout the state to help track down any issues that might arise. Jody Legg is the executive director for WLIC, and she shared more information about premise IDs. So a premises ID um, is a, a, a official a number that is assigned by um, the federal government uh, for your premises. It, it goes with your premises. So if, let's say, uh, John Smith owned a, a farm um, and John Smith moved, his premises ID would stay with the farm. He, he would move to a different farm. He'd get a different farm, because uh, a different premises ID for that farm. So the, the premises ID is associated with the, the land and it's geocoded to that particular parcel of land. Why is that something that's important to have? So the premises ID helps the Department of Agriculture um, in a traceback situation should there be a disease outbreak. So if, a, if an animal was um, found to have a disease or thought to have a disease, let's say it was at the marketplace or, or some other place, then uh, the, the, they would be traced back to the farm of origin and every journey along their way. Well, the premises ID is one way that the Department of Ag can trace that back. And so um, we keep those the, the the premises ID includes all the contact information for the current owner or manager of the property, and then we keep track of the species on that property. We don't keep track of the number of species, for example, whether you have 100 cows or 1,000 cows or one cow. It would just be that we would put cattle, and then we would define it as either dairy or beef. Um, it, any animal that is uh, considered livestock, uh, that includes um, goats, camels, horses, uh, chickens would that that premises would require a premises ID. Say I just have one horse at my house. Do I still need to have a premises ID number? Yes. So it doesn't matter whether you have one animal on your premises or whether you have a, a thousand animals on your premises. You do need to have a premises ID. Now that's not for pets like dogs and cats or rabbits. Um, it would be more for um, or birds, for example. It would be more for though if you're if it's poultry like turkeys or chickens, ducks. They would require premises ID. If you have a pond with fish in it, that would require premises ID. If you have a horse uh, that you keep as a pet, that actually would require a premises ID. Um, and so on the Department of Agriculture website or at um, our website, WIC's website, you can go visit and, and figure out if your animal is uh, considered livestock and would require you to get a premises ID. That's really helpful information. And 2019 is a renewal year for premises IDs. So what are the deadlines for that? So July 31st is the day that the Department of Ag would like all of the premise ID renewals to come into our office. So WIC handles all those premises IDs. We maintain a database of the, the original uh, premises when they were originally registered. And then in Wisconsin, because this is a mandatory law, every three years 
you have to do a renewal. And so this year, 2019, is a renewal year. We started sending letters out in March, and then we sent so many out every week. We have 60,000 uh, active premises in the state of Wisconsin that, that are up for renewal. To date, we've renewed a little over 21,000 of, of those 60,000, so we still have just shy of 40,000 to renew. Um, it's not to worry if you've sent your letter in and you haven't received your card back or your email back because we're still processing quite a few renewals, as you can imagine. They're coming in now pretty fast and furiously into our office. So, um, But if you've mailed it in, that's absolutely fine. But we just ask that you try to get to it by July 31st. You should have received a letter if you already had a premises uh, uh that was active you should have received a letter if you haven't received a letter we can look it up and make sure whether or not you were actually ever registered or not if you weren't registered we can register you right over the phone so there's various ways that you can register your premise you can call us um, or you can visit our website at wiid.org and then when you get to our website you can click the premises registration renewal button at the top and then you can register online you can scan it to an email um, on our website there's an email address so when you get your letter we would just ask that you review all of, of the information is your contact information the same your phone number um, we really like to have as much contact information as we can possibly get because obviously Obviously, if there's a disease outbreak, the Department of Ag would want to get a hold of you as soon as possible. And so cell phones are helpful. Um, if you have home phone or business phone, an email is real helpful. And then you do need to sign it. So if you send the form in and it's not signed um, by my mail, we do have to put that aside and we would mark it unsigned. So you'd probably get a second notice. You said they're looking to have these in by July 31st. Are you able to submit after the 31st? Yes, if you miss a date, keep going. Um, there'll probably be a period of time where uh, obviously we'll be still accepting letters or online renewals, emails, et cetera, phone calls certainly um, throughout the rest of this year. And um, my um, estimation is that probably in the September, October timeframe, we'll run a report from our database to see who has not yet renewed and those folks will probably get a second notice. And what happens if you don't register for a premise ID? So there, it, this is a mandatory statute um, that was the legislature passed the premises ID rule uh, back in 2006. And so this is a requirement um, that you do. And, and again, it's not, it's not uh, Big Brother watching over you. It's really meant for disease traceability and, and indemnity. So if you do not uh, register your premise if you have a new one or renew your premise if you have a current or active premise premises, then, you know, and, and there was a disease outbreak and your farm would be infected and maybe it was no fault of your own. They were commingled uh, animals or or whatnot. There, you know, there's indemnity insurance that you can get if you had a loss at your farm. Well, if you don't have a premises registration or you didn't renew your premise, you would not be eligible for that. So it's really important for um, disease traceability. But I'd also like to point out that in addition, that's how that's why it was set up in the first place to make sure that we had a robust traceback system. Um, but it, it's also really a, a good thing to have 
for the export market, if you export products either into other states or into other countries, they want to have a trace back. They want to know that you can trace back that animal from the farm of origin, and the premises registration system helps that. And it's also a good thing for consumer confidence that our consumers know that we're really taking care of um, the products that we provide to the marketplace. So we really encourage everyone to register a premise. To your question about whether there's a fine, you would get a second notice. Um, I believe after the second notice, there would be a period of time where the Department of Ag would start making some calls, trying to get folks that, whether you renew it or not, um, you get a third notice, and after that, there is a fine that would be assessed. You were talking about how this isn't Big Brother trying to keep an eye out. Right now, the WLIC is actually where this information is housed. Right, and the reason that WIC was created, we were created actually back in 2001. Originally, we were formed, we're a nonprofit entity, and we were originally, we were formed um, with, with a partnership with other agricultural businesses because the USDA had grant money to give out and they wanted to develop a traceability system. And so WIC was formed and we created a pretty robust database and we got some producers to join us and and sort of test um, animal identification, ear tags and readers, and um, sort of what a premises uh, ID would, system would look like. Well, um, in 2005, there was a disease outbreak in Washington State of, of mad cow disease, and so USDA sort of said, wait a minute, we have to mandate that every state has some type of traceability system. So every state does it a little bit differently right now, but in Wisconsin, the legislature decided that the best way forward was mandatory premises registration. And so um, they decided since WLIC was already doing it uh, and had this database, we would form a public-private partnership. And as a nonprofit entity, we can guarantee that your information is private. We do not share it or sell it with anybody. The only one that has access to it, it would be Department of Agriculture employees, and that would certainly be in the management of the agriculture programs or in case of a disease outbreak. Boy, that program, it it was touchy when it started up, and uh, we see the need of it, though. As soon as there's a disease outbreak among our hogs or anything like that, we we know where to find all of the hogs in the neighborhood, and uh, that's a good thing. And the, the national program, again, is based on that model that uh, was presented here in Wisconsin. We're going to be looking at uh, the markets, starting with Rocky over at uh, Premier Livestock right after this. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest. Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Wax 104.5. I don't even know where I am some days, Rocky. That's the way it is. You know, we were just talking about... I got about, days like that. It's I okay. have days like that. We were just talking about premises identification, and I don't know where I am. So 
Maybe I need to get involved with that program. Get registered. I'm, I'm sure your wife's got a GPS on you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Several people probably do. Call her. She'll tell you where you're at. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. That That's the way that goes. <laughs> tell us about what's going on at Premier Rocky. Uh, thanks, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the week's shaping up so far at Premier Livestock. Uh, on the fed cattle trade this week, uh, did seem to be on a stronger tone there. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 86 to 95. Your select low choice, 78 to 85. We did have a light test on the beef feed, uh, beef steers and heifers, the fed ones this week, uh, but bringing 102 to 110. Market cows, high yielding, uh, still a stronger market there. Uh, high yielding cows, 60 67 to 75 with most of the cows trading 48 to 66. Market bulls high yielding 80 to 95. Uh, lower yielding bulls 75 and down. Organic market cows sold on Mondays. Uh, high yielding organic cows 75 to 90. Uh, lower yielding 65 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, steady to strong market uh, mostly from 55 to 125. Uh, did have some top individuals on Monday from 130 to 150. Beef calves 175 to 320. Uh, lower quality calves 50 and down. Today, Wednesday, hay auction at 930. Uh, nice lineup of hay. Uh, 11 o'clock a.m. dairy cattle auction. Do have a very nice lineup for that sale. Uh, high quality uh, dairy cattle all day today. We do have a complete herd dispersal of 80 Holstein dairy cows. Uh, they have an 80 pound tank average, 82 on their cell count. That herd's on test, uh, milking into the 80s with no TMR. They're tie stall, they're freestall adapt. They're AI cows since 1955. They're Yonis tested negative. They're a sharp, fancy herd. Uh, we got a full load of uh, registered fresh heifers, uh, really nice animals there, parlor freestall. Uh, we got a load of top springing heifers as well. Many open heifers, shortbreds, and springers. Uh, questions, uh, marketing your livestock, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Uh, like I said, uh, pictures and lots more information. We're going to have a full catalog on today's herd. So check that out on the website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Scott, that's how it shaped up. Thank you, Rocky. Have a nice day out there. It looks like a beautiful one today. You bet it's really felt nice yesterday. Oh, but, hey, boy, we, will, uh, we will see you, talk to you tomorrow morning. We'll talk to you then. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Today's market's brought to you by Christensen Sales and Service. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. 5.34 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. As I've been saying, what a beautiful morning. What a beautiful day it's going to, I think, shape up to be. And what a new moon today coming in with the new month. Uh, what do you have to say about all of that over there at Skywarn 13, Monica? 
Well, Scott, first of all, let's start with that moon. It's kind of cool because when we have two full moons in the month, the second one's called a blue moon. When we have two new moons in a month, that second one's called a black moon. So we'll see the black moon tonight. We'll get a little preview of it uh, this morning, although there is a little bit of fog out there as well. So that's really the only thing to contend with. And definitely noticing that it is a little crisp out there. Some spots in the 40s and low 50s. So uh, some of us may actually need the light jacket if you're going to be outside for a while early today. And then you're going to need the sunglasses later. We're going to see lots of sunshine, low humidity, beautiful day at 77. Then we'll get another chance to enjoy that uh, new moon down to 55 tonight. Tomorrow, 80 degrees, sunny and warmer. And then we'll get back into the mid-80s for Friday into the weekend. We'll also crank up that mugginess just a little bit and add in a couple of storms at the earliest Saturday. Right now in Eau Claire, a little fog and 50 degrees. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica R. Monica, with that black moon, uh, the timing is it good? I, I don't. I guess I didn't pay attention this morning. Looking up, is the meteor shower uh, situation still pretty active? Do you know? That is moderately active, so uh, so we may be able to see that as well. We'll at least have a clear sky, so we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Yeah, good night to lie out on a blanket either way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Monica. It's Monica over at Skywarn 13. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news. The sheriff in Chippewa Falls says the man who killed four people before turning the gun on himself might have been inspired by the man who took Jamie Claus. Sheriff Jim Kowalczyk yesterday said text messages on 33-year-old Richie German Jr.'s cell phone and evidence in his car leads him to believe that German might have been planning to take 24-year-old Laley Vang. German is accused of killing her and three members of his family. He also shot and wounded Vang's parents. The sheriff said they might never know the true motive. Wisconsin is joining 21 other states and asking Congress for money to clean up PFAS pollution. Attorney General Josh Call yesterday signed on to push from uh, onto a push from other Democratic attorneys general to ask the federal government to provide states with the money to test for the chemicals, then clean up their own water supplies. PFAS chemicals are found in everything from non-stick spray to firefighting foam. Governor Tony Evers this month asked more than 100 local water systems in Wisconsin to start testing for PFAS chemicals. One of Wisconsin's election reformers wants more of a concrete promise from Republicans in Madison about the state's next political map. The Fair Elections Project yesterday said the line from Republican leaders at the Statehouse that, quote, they are not talking about, and quote, forcing their map through is not the same as a promise to not do it. The Fair Elections Project says lawmakers and the the governor agreed on a map back in 1971 and should be able to do it again in 2021. And the young woman accused of texting while driving ahead of a deadly 2017 crash in Chippewa County said she doesn't remember the accident. A judge yesterday set Miranda Joe Miller's signature bond at $10,000. Miller is blamed for an accident in July of 2017 in the town of Colburn. 46-year-old Jeremy Goodwin died in the crash. Investigators said Miller was checking her phone every 30 seconds 
before the crash. That news and this morning's weather is brought to you by Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Spring is in the air, and time to give Superior Gas in Marshfield a call. Looking to build a new home or updating your furnace system? Check out the advantages and savings of using clean-burning, safe, and effective LP gas from Superior Gas in Marshfield. They've had a tradition for great service for over 60 years, plus 24-hour emergency service and budget plan financing. Nothing beats the comfort and economy of propane gas, and no one beats the dependable service offered by Superior Gas in Marshfield. Spring to the phone now and give them a call at 715 384 8020. 21 minutes before 6 o'clock at Wax 104.5. Continuing with the morning chores, let's go over to the equity livestock market in Altoona to hear from Mark Coger about what went on in yesterday's sale. And then we'll hear from Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Barn. Mark, how did it go yesterday? Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 92 to $1.10. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 91. We topped at 92 and a quarter. Choice Holstein steers, 80 to 86. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and, uh, steers and heifers selling 80 and down. 20% of slaughter cows and Tuesday selling from 56 to 63. We topped at 65 and a half. 60% of cows selling from 42 to 56. With 20% of cows selling 42 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday signed from 65 to 80. We topped at 86. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. Here on Tuesday, signed from 20 to $90 per head. We topped at $110 per head. Your fancy beef calves signed from 75 to $175 per head. The light, poor quality calves signed $20 per head and down. Feeder cattle from our sale held here on Friday, July 26th. Your fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef steers selling from a dollar ten to a dollar forty seven. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers selling from a dollar to a dollar thirty seven. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef heifers selling from ninety to a dollar thirty five. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers selling from eighty to a dollar twenty seven. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound Holstein steers selling from seventy five to a dollar eight. With the six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers selling from sixty five to ninety four. Quick reminder: next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, August 9th. More information on that sale or to consign Cal, give us a call here at the market. That number is seven one five eight three five three one zero four. And this is Mark Coger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Stressing over college costs? Discover Student Loans can help with zero fees and a cash reward for good grades. Apply at discoverstudentloans.com today. Limitations apply. 5.42 a.m. at Wax 104.5. We have Jerry Fitzgerald from Stratford Equity on the phone. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. I well, no matter what uh, you or I talk about, it's, it's pretty hard to beat the weather. We just have to be thankful uh, that we're getting some good days put together. and uh, But uh, we still need a lot more of them because, boy, there's a lot of hay to make. And uh, 
corn root. You look around the country, though, various parts of the country, some of the corn looks really good and some yeah. of it doesn't look very good That's at all. Right. So. Exactly. You know, one thing, Jerry, that we were noting here a little bit ago that, you know, Bob called me a couple of days ago uh, when he got uh, back on land in Alaska and was saying it was kind of overcast there and uh, cloudy and they were hoping to be able to see the mountain and everything and and the sun is shining here now when well, bob left last week it was not sunny here so i i don't know if we can make a correlation there jerry or not that well, I don't know if we can do that or not, but we certainly he got to be, again, thankful for this beautiful weather. And again, uh, yeah, absolutely. folks moving cattle, we don't have any concerns about the heat index. And I I know the, the young folks and the folks at the fair this week in Wasser, boy, they they got to be enjoying this for the for the uh, for the cattle because it's well ideal. I don't know if 49 degrees on July 31st is ideal, right. but it still feels pretty doggone good. <laughs> yep. I- and and as we mentioned, and I thought about it early this morning, great sleeping weather, great critter weather. It could be better for the crops, so you can't necessarily hear the corn grow. It's still doing well under that sun, but it would be nice to have uh, that steamy weather back for that corn growth. Yeah, and the brewers are in Oakland, so we don't have to waste a good night's sleep watching them, you know. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Tell us what's going on at the market, Rocky. Uh, this is Jerry. Uh, Jerry. Scott. Oh boy! I, I tell you what, I, it, it's the it's the black moon. You know, it's the second uh, new moon of the year, and you know, without any moonshine out there. Wait a minute, that doesn't come out right. I don't have any moonshine. Just do the report. How that be? <laughs> just do the report, Jerry. <laughs> we'll talk to you. Soon. Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary for the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford. We're already to Wednesday. But anyway, a recap of the uh, uh, first couple of days here at Stratford. We'll start out the cow market, the steady trend on the cows. These higher-yielding, flesher-type cows selling from 60 to 71. And we did top out in the cow market at 73. That was on Monday's auction. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 46 to 60. And those thinner cows, poor-yielding cows, uh, $45 and below. Both trades so far this week. The better quality bulls selling from 75 to 85 and a half. Lighter weight bulls 70 and back. On the fat cattle trade, George grading Holstein steers mostly from 80 to 90. Select grading cattle under finished cattle 77 and below. On the calf market this week, again, uh, buyers continue to be quite selective on calves, but the 85, 220-pound Holstein bull calves are mostly from 40 to 110. Fancy bull calves on Monday from 120 to 130. Heifer calves, very limited demand, 45 hours and below. Beef calves, good demand, 130 to 280, up to 305, uh, again, on Monday's auction. Now, today, Wednesday here in Stratford, busy busy marketing day. We get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with the regular market auction. Of course, we're selling fat cattle this morning, cows and bulls. Also, this morning, sheep, hog, and goats and baby calves. Feeder cattle auction today does start at noon. And uh, for your Holstein buyers, we do have Holstein feeders on the line, on the consignment list for today, including a feature consignment, uh, well-known consignment of 14 steers, all coming from one guy. They're going to weigh around a thousand, of course. Reputation consignment, as long as other other consignments of feeder cattle for that sale. Again, that will be a new time start today. Regular market auction tomorrow, Thursday here in Stratford, and uh, we'll look ahead to August. Uh, a lot of special sales coming up here at Equity Stratford in August, and we'll just kind of run through a few of those uh, uh, this morning. Our next dairy sale will be Tuesday, August the 6th. Uh, advanced consignment on, those, on that sale do include uh, uh, reputation consignment of some open Holstein heifers. 
Next, uh, one week from today, August 7th already, special bred beef cow sale. We do have a complete herd dispersal of beef cows for that auction next Wednesday. And also, uh, uh, starting on August 10th, which is a Saturday, we will be conducting a, a monthly sheep and goat auction here in Stratford. That will be on the second Saturday of the month, 10.30 a.m. A nice lineup of goats and sheep for that sale already. You can view those consignments on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Or our phone number, 715-687-4101. So, Scott, uh, well... Black moon, moonshine, whatever you got going today, you enjoy it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you next month. Yep, we'll talk to you next month, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Let's go over to the Zambroda barn where Pat Mickla has the report about the latest sale there. Starting with the feeder cattle, we had beef steers and bulls in on Monday, three fifty to six hundred pounds from seventy-seven fifty to a dollar thirty, six to eight hundred pounds, eighty-seven to ninety. Beef heifers, three fifty to six hundred pounds, were at eighty-two fifty to a dollar twenty, six to eight hundred pounds from seventy-five to a dollar eleven. Then we had some Holstein feeder steers in that weighed eight hundred to a thousand pounds from seventy-two to seventy-nine. In the fed cattle division, beef steers were topping a dollar eleven to a dollar sixteen and a quarter, with the beef heifers at a dollar eleven to a dollar fifteen seventy five. Dairy steers ranged from eighty five to ninety three seventy five, with the dairy cross steers from ninety four to a dollar thirteen and a quarter. Market cows traded mostly from fifty two fifty to seventy three, with the market bulls from forty nine to eighty nine. And in the calf division, baby calves, 95 to 125 pounds, they were bringing from 30 to $85. 150 to 250 pounds brought 65 to 85. And the beef calves, they were ranging from 85 to $200 per hundredweight. And that's a quick look at the market trade from Central Livestock at the Zimbrota Market. What do you call someone who studies the weather? A climatologist. What do you call someone who evaluates investments? A financial analyst. A person who studies DNA? A geneticist. A person who owns their own business? An entrepreneur? Who researches markets? An economist? And who handles employees? An HR manager? Someone who keeps devices up to date? A software technician? Someone who does business internationally? A global trader? Someone who transfers assets from one generation to the next? An estate planner? And someone who does all these things, you call them a farmer. Because being a farmer is the one job that requires dozens of other jobs. And at Pioneer, we're proud that our job is to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Four six wax one hundred four point five as we make the turn toward the end of the morning chores. Bob, as we all keep saying, as you all know, is in Alaska with his traveling crew and sent another report about some of the things folks are seeing there. 
We continue our Wax Holiday Vacations farm tour through Alaska, and I have to say we've done our part to put the fires out in Alaska as we've seen a lot of rain. Hopefully it's uh, changing now. We'll see some sunshine. Talk to more folks with us on the trip. We've got the mule hoarders from Chippewa Falls and also the millers from down the Mondovi country. Steve Mulehorder is uh, with us first. And, uh, Steve, as uh, you and I are, are on this trip, uh, our thoughts are back home with a buddy. Yeah, Cubby, how you doing there, kid? Wish you were with us. It's been great up here. We've had lots of fun. I'll see you when we get back to Chippewa. Yeah, Terry King back there in Chippewa Falls. Hey, your guys are on the trip. Uh, you've taken a lot of vacations, but you told me the first time you've been on a vacation, we didn't have a bowling ball or a set of golf clubs or baseball bats. Yeah, a lot of truth to that. My wife's kind of happy about that. <laughs> so what have you thought about Alaska? Hey, it's been wonderful. It's been great. I saw a, saw a nice bear along the road. Uh, we've been out whale watching. That's been a lot of fun. And I think the wife is happy to be with me for once. Well, that's for sure. And you had a chance to go on a cruise. That's not something you're going to do when you go to bowling. You're some bowling tournament. That's true. The cruise was good. I still have uh, feet like I'm on the ocean, but it's it was nice. We're having sea legs. All right, Steve Patty, mule hoarder, is also with us. And uh, Patty, while we were on the ship, you have a chance to do some off-ship excursions. What did you guys do? We went to see the Mendenhall Glacier, and this is the only trip I've ever gone on that I haven't taken my knitting needles to, so it's kind of a special one for us. We're actually st kind of celebrating our 50th anniversary. Well, that's a good way to celebrate. It is. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell me about the Mendenhall Glacier. How big was that? Did you get to walk on it? What'd you do? No, we didn't walk on it. It was too far away from us to walk on it, but you could feel the temperature change for sure. Mm -hmm. And we did do just a little hiking there. Our timing just wasn't quite right to walk all the way over by it. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten enough to eat on this trip so far? Oh, so much. And then, But we did go on a, to a salmon bake, which was great. Steve doesn't even like salmon, but he went back for seconds. It was really good. And we've got another one coming up as we get into Fairbanks. <laughs> right, the meal orders from Chippewa Falls. Also, James and Gail Miller with us from the Mondovi area. And James, uh, your decision to to come to Alaska. Have you ever taken a trip like this before, a long trip away from home this far? Uh, not to Alaska. We went to, uh, a few years back. We went to New York City on, a, on a, a vacation there with a group of people, and this has been really outstanding. It's been fun. It's been uh, very rewarding. It's everything that you'd ever want it to be. New York City and Alaska is a little bit different. Yes, a huge difference, boy. The scenery, the the what is going on here, uh, uh, the train ride, the 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 cruise, uh, just being able to walk around the towns and and people are so friendly and happy and and so easy to talk to and and uh, it, it's just been beautiful. Yeah, it really has. And Gail, even though you guys didn't do any off-boat excursions. Like the rest of us, you saw some whales while we were on the big ship. Yep, yeah, i never been on a ship before, and it was just beautiful. I, I, it is, It was amazing to me to be on a great big ship like that. And the whales, we, I just happened to see out the porthole there. I looked, and I thought, what is that? And this great big huge whale come up, and another one right alongside of it. It was just amazing to see it. And I called him and so he could see them, too, and 
we watched them till we couldn't see them anymore. So yeah, there were a lot of them out yeah. there. Have you yeah. ever been? We started in in Seattle at the Pike's Place Market. Have you ever been there before? No, never. I that was just amazing too. The food and all oh, the fish that they had there and stuff, and it was just amazing. Just everything, everything imaginable for food. It was just a, unbelievable what it was. So. So you've got enough to eat on the trip oh, so Oh yeah, far. I've got plenty to eat. <laughs> plenty to eat, and there's food everywhere. If there. you want it, you get it. You bet you do. All right, the meal orders. Those are the Millers from Mondovi. As we continue our Wax Holiday Vacations Farm Tour in Alaska. I'm Bob Bosold. And let's hope the sun shines up there for them in these next couple of days. What a grand place and what a grand excursion that is. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community, at Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. Five fifty-five a.m. as we get to the milk house with this morning's chores. Let's have a look at those grains futures. December corn is at 421, that's steady. December oats at 262, down one. November soybeans are at 895, down one. October soybean meal at $304 a ton is down 50 cents. And December wheat is at 501, down two. The country elevator uh, prices, corn at Arcadia is at 384. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo's Countryside Elevators is at 356. Stevens Points at 386. Elk Mound at 368. Sparta 367. Ellsworth is at 348 at the ethanol plant. Corn at Boyceville is at 376. At Stanley, it's 385. And at New Richmond, 381. On the soybean side, at the Countryside Elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek and Osseo, it's 805. Stevens Point has 789. Elk Mound, 814. Sparta, 806. And Ellsworth, 805. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese closed yesterday at 172 and a quarter. That's up a quarter. 40 pound blocks, $1.82, down a half. Grade AA butter at 232 and three quarters is down two and a quarter on the Class 3 futures. July is at 1750, up three, and after that it takes a dive south. August is at 1747, down 14. September 1780, down 14. And October is at 1775, down 16. And those prices look to be down through March. Well, that wraps up the chores for me. Time to wash things up here in the milk house at Wax 104.5. Whatever you're doing today, enjoy this beautiful weather. But be safe. Customer owned, community minded, Synergy Co op. Our reputation has always been true. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a Wax 104.5